Hello and welcome to the Gambit Podcast. This is a Grand Arena and Territory Wars fo- focused podcast. I'm Soulbase15. I'm here with my good friend Zareth. Zareth, how are you tonight? Doing well, Solo. This is the way. <laughs> I have spoken. <laughs> We're both pretty into the Mandalorian, if you guys can't tell. Uh, it's been a pretty cool show. Actually, I don't know what Solo thinks about it. I'm pretty into it. And because Solo and I tend to like the same things, I'm just assuming he likes it. Uh, I do like it. I do. Uh, I've, you know, it's becoming regular Friday night viewing, which I think this might be the only quote unquote appointment viewing I have. Uh, Everything else, I have no problem waiting to binge, but I'm watching this weekly. Nice. Yeah, um, I, I've been really enjoying it. Um, and my wife is getting into it too, which is interesting because she doesn't always approve of violent things. You know, watching <laughs> that stuff might kind of nauseates her, but I don't know, disintegrations and stuff. There's no blood, so. Exactly. It's it's not violent. There's no blood. Right. They just disappear. It's like they're on the <laughs> hollow table, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyways, we've had a few developments this week. Um, they've announced that there is no Mace rework coming. And here's where I would push the boo button if I had a sound effect available for it. Yeah. Can I be honest with you? Other than I already have him at G12, and so it would be an easy rework for me, I don't care. Everybody's pushing for a Mace rework, and I just don't care at all uh, about it if they had one great i'd be excited for it but it really doesn't change my life at all that they're not uh they're not reworking mace at this point huh i i a little bit i feel like you've abused my trust you said can i be honest with you and i was like well (laughs) i generally appreciate honesty but that makes me sad (laughs) i I don't know why you wouldn't join me in righteous indignation here. But... Because uh, it's because Mace would not grant my first relic level seven character the uh, the rank of Jedi Master, so I can't support him. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I guess I guess too. You have to think. Um, you know, like what. Who were the guys who fought Sidious at the end of episode three? Like uh, Fisto and Mace were both there, right? They both were, yeah. So you have to think maybe what they're trying to do is just stay within the lore and like, you know, they have a more realistic fight. Like they're just having a slappy fight, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. you know, Kit plus Mace versus Sidious might actually, it, it wouldn't be compelling, but like it might be kind of close. <laughs> I support that, yes. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed, but as long as we get new other new characters, it's like, I don't care about the Y-Wing. I just don't at all. Yeah, neither do I. And, or the droid ships, like, eventually we're going to have to start using those things, and I have no idea what they do, because I didn't even read the kits. Like, I, I just, you know, this episode is going to contain a little bit of hate on ships, and um, I'll just kick Not that off by <laughs> sure well it will contain a little plus a, a moderate a- addition to it as well like well it'll it end up being a lot but 
a little is included. So <laughs> we're, we're going to be hating on it. And, you know, to get the ball rolling, like, I just don't care. I don't want new ships. I want new characters. And I know we're getting a few new characters for the light side territory battle, but um, otherwise, like, I, I want new, I want new characters. That's what I want. Yeah. Uh, at the same time that they announced, you know, well, actually it was the road ahead. Uh, they did announce Hux and a new First Order Sith Trooper. Those I'm excited about. I know nothing about the First Order Sith Trooper yet since we don't have the movie. Um, but I'm excited to see those new characters and how they change First Order. Mace. Here's the problem and the reason I don't care about the Mace rework. What team is he going to fit into right now? Let's say they had this fantastic rework. We already have the Jedi Knight Revan squad. He really can't... I mean, he can improve upon it if you make him OP, but he doesn't really fit in there. The Padme squad is all but locked down at this point. Where's Mace going to go? There's not another Jedi squad to put him on or another Galactic Republic squad to put him on. So if they give a rework, it's really not going to help at all. So uh, two responses. And, you know, I, I agree that just like on its own, a Mace rework might not be this earth shattering, amazing thing. Um, I will say, though, I have a bunch of unused Jedi that are like decent. Um, you know, I, I have Qui-Gon Jinn at gear 12. I have Ezra with a Zeta that I never, ever use. Um, you know, I, I have Plo Koon, you know, um, and, you know, that feeds into my other point. Like, so... You know, he could be the leader of a bedraggled, you know, Jedi faction, like a, a secondary offshoot faction. He could also, like, I had just kind of assumed, like, Mace was going to be the flagship, uh, you know, release or rework. And then we'd also get, you know, Ethkoth and Kit Fisto and Plo Koon, all of those guys reworked as well. And they'd form their own little, uh, you know, council squad. <laughs> Well, we don't have any kits yet, so who knows? Maybe there's a sneak Kit Fisto, Kit Fisto uh, rework in there that we don't know about. Let's hope not, because I really don't want to gear Kit Fisto ever. Uh, funny story, though. You know how the first time you, know, you buy this game and you get, uh, you're guaranteed a full character in the first pack that you get? So... Little old me, you know, buys the 350 crystal pack, and my first character ever was a two-star Kit Fisto. And uh. until the GOTV came out, I forever had a two-star Kit Fisto. And then they released Dark Side, and I was like, uh, I might want to farm him up now. Interesting. That's really funny. I've been, I've had him done for a while, but that's because I, I've. I've taken the Pokemon approach, you know, got to catch them yeah. all. <laughs> right. <laughs> I did, uh, I ignored Cantina for about 10 or 11 months just to focus on mods. So I did not catch them all until a couple months ago. Yeah, I think I actually supplemented a lot of that with Guild Currency as well, because he's in that store. Yeah. So. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. You know, Kit Fisto's interesting. I like his like dreadlock antenna things. I always wonder <laughs> I always wonder if like if he was better groomed, if he like washed himself more, if those would turn into like, you know, tentacle hair instead. 
you know <laughs> I, I don't know i always i always think of stupid things and that's one of them so <laughs> that's, that's fair <laughs> um so beyond kit fisto's dreadlocks um <laughs> let's see uh, the other big piece of news was the light side geonosian territory battles was announced last week and now today we got the uh, territory battle uh, platoons and you know they're kind of an unpopular part of territory battles in general with the player base but um you know uh, looking at the requirements they seem this time it seems especially rough yeah i refuse so for those of you that don't know in our guild i basically run the territory battles uh so these platoons fall on me and i refuse to look at this before thanksgiving is over i'm not going to ruin my holiday uh maybe on friday or saturday i'll finally look and see how many platoons we can actually fill because on days three and four i hear that there's 11 general anakins needed at seven star at some point and those platoons are obviously not going to be filled uh so that's a problem for after i'm stuffed with turkey right well yeah like we we probably won't be able to fill them until the Endor territory battle starts. Basically, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a little ridiculous. Um, yeah, everything is uh, seven stars. If you guys haven't seen it, if our listeners haven't seen all the different requirements, uh, they they also released those for the different special missions. Um, and everything has to be seven stars. So no more, uh, you know, in the Hoth ones, it was pretty forgiving. It was two star, three star, four star, all the way to seven. Uh, and then dark side Geonosian territory war uh, or battle was uh, six star for a couple days, then seven star for the last two days. Uh, the light side one is just straight seven stars across the board, four phases, seven stars on everything. So if it's not seven star, you can't use it. Yeah, which is annoying. Uh, but honestly, that's not even the most annoying thing out of this all because um, it's the GP requirements. So day one, no GP requirements. Great, that's not a problem. Day two, uh, there's a combat mission in the middle. You need Galactic Republic, a full team, over 21,000. Uh, that same day in the bottom, you need a Jedi team, over 21,000. There's a special mission that require requires Kenobi, Cody, and Clone Sergeant all above 21,000. Then you go to the next day, Phase 3, and there's a special mission requiring 22,000 GP and a combat mission requiring 22,000 GP. And then just continuing the pattern on uh, Day 4, it goes up to requiring 23,000 for GP, and that's getting, you're basically going to need gear 13, relic level 3. Um, if you remember back, I think it was the questions asked, you know, when they did their question and answer session back in October, I forget which dev said as an example, G13, relic level 3, and then, you know, there was an edit to the comment, no, 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 that's not what's needed, that's just, you know, suggestion. And then we look at the requirements, and that's exactly what's needed. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> uh, it's so um, yeah, not not my favorite discussion. I don't I don't like all these 
high GP requirements, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm telling people like, yes, put, put like relic levels on shock T, you know? <laughs> um, and I was thinking we were just going to be able to forget about her or, you know, like use her in certain spots, but, um, you know, she wasn't going to have the spotlight. And now like we have to have an entire team of troopers of clones, um, yeah. at, at 22,000, uh, you know, and that, that just to unlock Kiati Mundi, we have to have Shakti at 22k GP, um, clones, Arc Trooper, which is interesting. Actually, I'm looking at this chart and there's Arc Trooper, which is right next to Clone Troopers and Shakti. Like Arc oh, Trooper yeah. is, is distinct from Clone Troopers. Oh, I bet because Arc Trooper is specifically required. Probably. Yeah, it's probably going to be Shakti, Arc, and you pick three clones. Right. Uh, you know, and I guess that won't be as big of a hassle. Like, I was planning on getting Shakti to gear 13 soonish, anyways, because she's good with Padme. But, um, yeah. yeah. You know, it changed these announcements, actually changed my alt, which I swear one day I'll stop playing. Um, but I actually <laughs> put both Zetas on Shakti and got her up to G12 this past week on the alt. Just because that gets her over uh, twenty two thousand uh, GP. Well, I'm wondering too. Like, so we have these GP requirements, but lately, you know, previously it was like, okay, if I if I meet those requirements, then I'll probably unlock. You know, I thought that the Malik mission was actually really well balanced for that. Like, once you cross that threshold, then you can unlock him. Like, me, you might need a few retries, but you can do it. It was a reasonable right. amount. I feel like for some of these, though, it's like, okay, so so I can get, the like for General Skywalker, I can get these different characters up to this GP threshold so I can attempt the mission, but there's no way I can actually beat it without, like, 3,000 tries. Unless, right. you know, unless I have more gear. Like, I, I needed to get considerably more gear on some of my droids to be able to unlock that thing. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> You know, all, all these requirements. So I'm just wondering, I guess my my question here, my rhetorical um, point, whatever it is, um, is that like, so we're, we're at 22K. Will we be able to then beat the mission consistently? Or is 22K just like, oh, yeah, you have a you have a shot at it. Maybe you'll do it. Probably not. You know, like you probably need like 24K on your characters. You probably need Relic right. 5 or 6 or 7. I think, so day one when you need the 21k, I think that's probably enough if you have a decent team. You know, if you have a Padme Galactic Republic team that's all over 21,000, my guess is that'll get you through day one and day two. I think once you get start getting to day three and four, where it's just going to be a giant, you know, middle finger to you and say, where's that relic level seven? Sure. Yeah, well, I guess we'll see. I guess one one nice thing, like I plan on having all the requirements for the for the Kiati Monday mission at least. Um, right. Like that that team is basically besides Shock T, that team is a meta team that I intend to have at high relic levels. So. Yeah, I, I uh, Shock T is probably the only one that I need to do a little more on because I think she's G twelve plus three for me right now. Um. So, I don't feel bad getting her to G13. Like you said, when Ahsoka is off with Anakin, 
Shakti does does really well with uh, Padme, depending on who you face. Or you can use Shakti with uh, General Skywalker. Probably not when our trooper comes out, but you use her as the fifth when you're going up against General Grievous squads to give all the clones retribution every time General Grievous does an AoE. Um, but so, she she's not a bad G13. No, she she really isn't. She's she's solid at 13. And honestly, I mean, you know, do our listeners who haven't unlocked General Skywalker yet, like, that's not going to hurt to, like, you want, you, you don't necessarily have to have her at high gear level, but she helps to unlock him. Like, you, you're going to need her anyways for that. So, right. you know, it, it's all stuff you need. Uh, you know, a couple extra gear pieces, of course, uh, you know, and, and hard to get gear pieces at that, but... Yeah, I think the biggest complaints right now are um, Commander Cody. <laughs> he, he's going to yeah. be painful. Uh, he's, well, he's going to be painful for my all. My main account already had him G11 and Zated. So, you know, what's a couple extra gear pieces? The all. I'm going to have to basically give him a Zeta just to get him to meet the requirements, which that that's kind of annoying so you'd rather put a zeta on him on your alt than actual gear i don't know i'll tell you when i play the mission because i'm not going to get to on the alt. i'm not going to get to gearing cody anytime soon that's fair uh, yeah uh, I, I, that's probably the one i'll want to work on last like i want to make sure that i'm ready for phase three as soon as we can um right you know and so i, I it'll It'll be interesting how fast I can get Arc Trooper up to, you know, from from being from zero shards all the way up to seven shar or seven stars, uh, relic. You know, it'll probably be relic seven. So we'll see. Right. But now we spent a lot of time talking about territory battles. This is a galactic arena focused podcast. So based on these requirements, what do you see happening on the board in? Uh, GA. Uh, interesting question. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, there's the obvious, like who's going to get Kiati Monday first, and you know he's going to be, he's going to make a bit diff- at the same difference that Watt does. I'm sure we haven't seen his kit yet, but if he's not amazing, then everyone's going to riot, um, right? You know, and uh, I mean, frankly, like all the all the top guilds are going to be spending a lot of money trying to get uh, you know Arc Trooper up to the requirements in time, you know, to be able to get him unlocked as quick as possible. And so, like, if if he's not good, then people aren't going to be spending money. So I I just it seems to me pretty obvious that he's going to be good. So Kieti Mundi will eventually be uh, a difference maker, and then, I mean. All these other requirements are stuff that we already see in Grand Arena already. Um, you know, Arc Trooper is going to change the landscape somewhat. I don't know how. I don't know how good he's going to be. It seems pretty good, but um, you never know until you actually see the damage and you know all that. What about you? What do you think? Uh, well, I think we're going to see a lot of. Um... We're going to see a lot of Jedi teams come back to the board. Because here's the thing. You basically need 10 Jedi 
geared for this territory battle. And you don't need just need him geared. You're going to need him like relic level three. And so I think you're going to see a lot of people, if they're investing that much gear and relics into characters, you're going to see a lot of strange Jedi teams. And, you know, over the course of a full four weeks of Grand Arena, I think you're going to see teams evolve that you haven't fought in years. Like maybe a Qui-Gon Jinn lead Jedi team is the fifth, but they're all relic level three. And, you know, that's your quote unquote weak team that you put in because they're not really a great team, but they're going to be a full relic level three team. Uh, And you're going to have to think about that. So I think we're going to start seeing that on the Grand Arena board. One thing... It's a good point. But what that's also going to do... So if you're in a territory battle-focused guild, you're not going to be able to gear up who you want for Grand Arena. So I think you're going to see these stronger, weaker teams pop up, but at the same time, the stronger teams are going to kind of stay stagnant for you know a month or so just because... If I'm getting Plo Koon up to Relic level 3, I'm not going to be getting my Stormtrooper Han up to Relic level 7. Um, so mm. I, I think it's going to kind of freeze the state of the Grand Arena meta while also making it different. All right, well, yeah, we might see a couple things here and there, but... Um... Yeah, honestly, the next big shift for for Grand Arena that I see, I I don't see this this stuff affecting it that much, other than like you say, kind of a slowdown on the the crazy relics arm race that people are going at right now. Um, uh, you know, we'll slow that down so that we can put relics on characters we don't want to put relics on, and then mm-hmm. um, and then you know it'll resume once people meet those requirements, but. Uh, yeah, I, I think the bit the next big shift is going to either be three v three, or uh, it'll uh, you know we'll also get first order stuff pretty soon. Like you said, Hux is coming and uh, Sith Trooper, and they said that we're gonna, it's going to go all the way into spring. So you know, hopefully we get more than like the seven or eight new characters that we got this year. Right. Well, I'd be happy if we got say. You know, I don't want them to release characters too fast because I want to be able to gear them up. But say we got six new First Order characters by March. So kind of two a month for three months. I would be thrilled with that. Give me time to gear them up. Uh, Realistically, what's going to happen is they're going to release the Knights of Ren. And they're just going to drop four tunes and say, by the way... Badass Kylo is coming in three months as soon as these guys are free to play. (laughs) I fully expect that to happen because all the new promos have the Knights of Ren and I keep seeing articles about them. Uh, But we'll see. Yeah, we will. Um, And I wonder what the Knights of Ren, I mean, they could unlock. Maybe, Maybe that's how we get Grandmaster Skywalker or something. Yeah, it'll yeah. be. Uh, you know, a panic farm is coming from this movie, though. Oh sure, sure. Yeah, there'll be plenty of panic to go around. <laughs> um, so and plenty of relics. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Don't don't you doubt. You know, and just when we think we're we've got a good handle on relics, you know, um, 
we'll have relic eight, and that'll have like plus twenty speed or something. <laughs> right. Be pretty crazy, but um. Anyways, what we've talked about the news a little bit. Uh, how, how did you do this week in ter- not in territory wars? <laughs> I already know how you did, and no one else here cares probably about how we did. But um, what about Grand Arena? How did you do this week? Uh, I am not a fan of Grand Arena this week. So, you know, we got the CG anniversary gift. And it let me do a lot of good things to my roster, which I was very excited about. And we'll kind of talk about that later. Um, But so I I came into this, this pod extremely excited because of how my roster was shaping up. And then... I lost on a tie. <laughs> um, and oh, that's so miserable. It's uh, it's it's stupid. I'm sorry. I think if you have the lower GP and the lower stats on your roster, and you score the same as somebody with a higher GP that has more tools to play with, you should get the win because you're doing more with less. I know, of course, they made the tiebreaker that because they want to encourage whaling. Um, so they want sure. to encourage the higher GP, but it's just such a stupid way to come up with a result. So I'm extremely furious. Uh, most of my banners lost in that fight came from fleet. I think I lost 10 banners in fleet. I got the win, lost 10 banners in fleet. Uh, so I'm quite, quite salty over the ridiculousness. That is a tiebreaker. Uh, how are you doing? Uh, I'm also angry for you. I, I think that that's such a ridiculous thing, honestly. I mean, y- and you make the exact points I would. The uh, lower GP taking on higher GP, the the David versus Goliath thing, the David should win, the tiebreaker. Right. You know, like uh, that just makes sense <laughs> to me. But, you know, uh, or or they should have a secondary kind of tiebreaker that isn't just based off of some arbitrary point system. You yeah, know, exactly. Like, because it's not it's not a balanced point system. Like people are telling me, like, oh, I killed this, you know, such and such squad. You know, it. I killed a squad that was nineteen k with my with my Jedi Revan squad that was only sixteen <laughs> k, and I'm like, okay, like, I don't I don't really know what that means though, because your your Jedi Revan squad that's only 16k would be 19k if you had accidentally put the Zeta on Grandmaster Yoda's leadership at some point <laughs> you know, right. or Bastila's leadership like like it doesn't it, that that doesn't mean anything and plus like gear 13 it, you put that last finisher on it's like 200 gp at, with yeah. for a huge huge like you know character changing transforming uh you know gear piece uh, for 200 GP, and then you go up one relic level that doesn't do nearly as much as the um, as as the finisher did for you, and it's like 900 GP, like yeah, it, you know. So so the point system doesn't. It, it's just it's arbitrary, anyways. And so I don't know for the for you to have, you know, to for that to be the tiebreaker seems pretty asinine to me, but. That being said, as a tiebreaker, I, I think you're absolutely right. Lower should should absolutely get the win. So, uh, you know, my rant being over, uh, my week went okay. I actually I, I ended up getting a loss um, 
for the first time in a little bit. And, um, you know, it, it was, it was a little bit sad, but, um, actually it was, I, my video says that, you know, I, I melted down. Like that was, that was how I phrased, framed it. And it, it's pretty true. Like I, I had to face a relic seven general Skywalker and, um, I used my Darth Revan team against it and didn't kill a single character, uh, which is something I'm not really accustomed to. Uh, you know, my my shard mates, uh, you know, I've, I practice against them all the time. And my, you know, I don't know if my Darth Revan just got unlucky or if uh, my shard mates just didn't have the best gear on theirs, or, you know, or the best mods or whatever. But um, I got destroyed, didn't kill a single clone. Um, you know, and so so I went in with Padme, killed fives, went in with Commander Luke, killed the rest of the support, but not but not Skywalker. And after that, I was kind of on tilt, and I made a bunch of other questionable decisions, and um, I did I ended up not full clearing for the first time. Um, and it wasn't just like not full clearing by one zone; I also didn't clear ships. So um, first time in the modern grand arena era that I didn't full clear and it was a pretty spectacular fail. So that video is online. If you guys want to go see it, um, it, you know, I, it's actually one of the, my most watched videos recently because people like to see people melt down. Apparently <laughs> it's like a human nature thing or something, but um, yeah. So, so I lost that. Um, and and then my my most recent match was it was like oh shoot he's got nine uh, relic seven characters and I only have three so this is going to be tough but then his defenses were embarrassingly bad and um, yeah I it wasn't a close match and then he refused to talk to me in the game so um, <laughs> nice yeah. yeah it was it was pretty cool just. All good all around. And and now this this match, and I'm not gonna tell you guys what happened, the match that I'm currently in, I'm also facing another relic uh seven general skywalker. So uh no spoilers. Uh the hope is that I do better this time. So no yeah. more meltdowns. Uh I will say with my the most recent match that's technically going on as we record this, uh if you want to see how far your roster can be stretched with undersized wins, my video is going to be the way to go because I can tell you I started in a pretty big hole. So I won't tell you how it ends, but I will tell you I took things. Uh, there's a lot of undersized attempts at the very least. Yeah, and that's, that's that'll be great to watch. I can't wait to see it either because that's one part of my game that I need to work on is undersized squads. Like I... I play it safe maybe too often. Um, you know, I, I do get, I usually get that feat, you know, I finish all three tiers of the feat for undersized, but I feel like I could maybe be a little more effective in that department. Yeah. So, you know, and that, that's definitely one of your strengths. So, um, yeah, that'll be a good video to watch. You guys stay tuned for that. That'll be uploading at some point. Um, but until then, we had a couple of podcast questions uh, on our Discord server. So, uh, you know, if you guys jo go and join our Discord server, it's going to be at the bottom of this video description. If you guys are on I uh, iTunes or Spotify, you can always find our Discord uh, from one of our YouTube videos. It's always in the video description on our YouTube videos. So um, if you guys want to search for either Zareth, which is X-A-E-R-E-T-H,
or solo base 15, which is S O L O B A S S 15. You can find our channels on YouTube. Uh, there you can find the link to discord. And then there's a whole channel there that's devoted to podcast questions. So, um, we have a couple of them today and, um, and the first one we're, we're kind of condensing because the person who sent it to me, um, you know, had a lot to say about it, but, uh, the, the distillation of that was, um, assuming you had all of the meta teams, all of the characters, everything geared and relic, everything like that. Um, is there a way to craft a perfect defense, you know, so, so that you'll, you'll never, it, no one can crack it essentially like what, Solo, what are your, what's your take on that? So, yes, you can craft a perfect defense. I've spent a lot of time thinking about this since I saw the question. The problem is, are you going to have a perfect offense as well? And I think the answer is no. Uh, you might be able to develop a defense that just cannot be cracked, but I think the only way to do that is have an offense that isn't going to be able to full clear every time. Um, you know, what I did last GA round when we were using eight attack teams is I would put my Darth Revan in the front, and it was a Darth Revan without Malak. And my Darth Revan uh, and Bastila are very well modded for speed. There's there's not many that are faster than me. Um, and so what I was getting people to do is use their Darth Revan or their Darth Revan counter against my Darth Revan team because even without Malak, a you know 340 speed Darth Revan and 314 speed uh, Bastila is nothing to sneeze at. And... So they were using their, essentially, Malak counter on my Darth Revan team. And then behind that team in that, you know, so that would be the front top. And then in the back top, I had my First Order team that also had Malak on the team. And I think, what was it? Tried that three times. It only got cleared once and that one time it got cleared i talked to my opponent and he actually failed on the darth revan team because what he did was he saw that there was no malik thought that he could beat it with his jedi knight revan couldn't beat it with his jedi knight revan uh but he got a bunch down so he he two shot my darth revan team and then was able to clear malik essentially with his darth revan and malik when he saw him uh but so I think if you create this perfect defense, yeah, you might not get cleared all the time, but I was struggling to full clear my opponents when I was doing that. You know, one loss against a decent team or, you know, one wrong dodge or something and I couldn't clear my opponent. Still got wins uh, both times that they couldn't clear me, but I was struggling at the same time. So that's kind of my take from it. What about you? Um, you know, I, I guess I, I wonder, you know, it brings up a couple interesting things to me, um, or at least things that I find interesting. And, um, you know, I don't know, 
you could probably craft a defense that no one can crack. You know, I'm guessing unless unless there's a perfect storm and they cape all of their best teams for offense uh, to be able to counter your you know, all of your teams for defense, because if you're getting matched up with them, they probably also have a, a similar roster to you. Um, you know, it, that probably exists. I, I guess my argument would be, um, like, at, at, you know, it's a similar point to what Solo saying. What, at, at what cost to your offense? Like, to me, if you have something perfect, it implies that it's actually, like, good. And a lot of times, if you're going to have a perfect defense, uh, you know, if you're, if you're trying to also retain enough teams to attack and take someone out, uh, it's going to be really tough. Um, honestly, my idea of a perfect defense is having people just hemorrhage, uh, you know, banners, like make them, make them pay five banners every single time they hit you, you know, um, you know, and potentially fail. But, you know, to me that that's more of a perfect defense than the, um, you know, can't actually be full cleared. So, uh, you know, it, the one interesting thing I was thinking of, though, was what if they had a, a mode of Grand Arena where everyone had the exact same roster? Like, they just gave everyone the exact same roster, and it was all just, you know, it was based on player skill after that. Like, people could craft whatever defenses they wanted out of the characters given to them, you know, at, at the various gear level, gear and relic levels. And it would be really interesting to see who would be able to uh, come out on top, you know, if, if all things were equal. I would really like to try that mode. That would, uh, yeah, that would be interesting. I, I think I would like that. Because then the only problem with that is it really does come down to just the random, um, the random dodge or the random resist or something like that. You know, you go to kill Malik, and he just dodges um, because they're, you're now equal gear levels. Right. But I like the idea in general. Well, I mean, you know, not necessarily like you could place different teams on defense, so people sure. could go full yeah. defense or offense or whatever. You know, and choose different counters. It would come down to who had the stronger knowledge of the mechanics and right. the different counters, and who could. You know, it's like, do you do you use a three man CLS here? Like, can you can you afford to do that with you know lower gear than maybe you're used to? Uh, I don't know. It would it would be pretty interesting. That, that was always the format that I liked in other games that I've played in the past, uh, you know, just trying trying to have the mirror match because then it's based on player skill, and that's the thing. I mean, I, I know I'm not the most skilled out there, but it's the thing I value the most in this game is skill, <laughs> and that's why RNG pisses me off a lot. So. Oh, God. I In my Grand Arena fight, of course, Fleet uh, tonight... I had a random dodge, and I already hate Fleet, so I was already pissed off. Uh, and then you get the dodge, and she's like, are you kidding me? Because, of course, the dodge happens, and his Houndstooth, it was the Houndstooth that dodged, so I didn't get uh, the buff block on him from Jedi Knight Anakin. And it's just, it went from what should have been a one-minute uh, Fleet battle to probably a three and a half minute fleet battle because of one stupid dodge yeah that's so frustrating <laughs> i'm i'm not a fan um especially of that that two percent dodge mechanic like yeah 
you know, make a character who has a robust, you know, a, a specific amount of dodge. That's, I guess, fine. Like, it's annoying to play against, but at least it's planned for. It's like when you lose a match because a person had a 2% dodge that, like, never happens, It, you know, for one key attack, like, that, especially at the margins we're playing at, you know, like, you, you have one thing that goes wrong and it can cause a cascade of failure and you just lose because of that one dodge it, it's really frustrating so <laughs> i would love that that just disappeared at one point um you know and of course it's going to be enhanced now because some of the characters actually have their evade uh going up with the addition of relics so um the dodge meta yeah d- dodge i actually took a break when the dodge meta was in its prime i just stopped playing the game because it wasn't fun to me uh, so I took a six-month break and eventually came back when which one of the movies came out. It had to be Rogue One, because when I came back, it was right when the tournaments for all the Rogue One characters were coming out. So, you know, this is still like three and a half years ago. Uh, four years yeah, I, ago. Uh, I hadn't but... even started yet. I, <laughs> I left right, right after, or I started right after tournaments were scrapped. Yeah. But so I, I took a six month break because of the stupid dodge meta. Uh, yeah, I, I hate the dodge meta. I mean, you know, everyone was gearing up their um, mall and everything for, for that dodge meta, and I couldn't do it. I was like, I'm not going to inflict this pain on people. I'm just going to do something else. Yep. So I played, I, I played Rex, and that was great. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Um, you know, and eventually, actually, I played, I think my favorite arena team, and this is going far afield, so I'll keep it brief, but my favorite arena team ever was my uh, Qui-Gon Jinn Zeta lead uh, with with Ezra and um, a few other characters, and um, who was the last one? Oh, yeah, R2 was part of that. That, that was my favorite team, and it eventually... When, when CLS came out, that team died immediately. It was a, a very abrupt death. Yeah. My favorite team was actually uh, JTR with Chopper as the fifth. Um, and I still use JTR to this day. <laughs> I remember. Get yelled, at, get yelled at by you for having a BB-8 that's too fast. <laughs> you know, uh, people are starting to make all their different characters too fast now, so. <laughs> it's less it's less egregious to me but uh yeah it was i used to i i don't know i i geared chopper up because you said that he was good with her and i had no good results with that like that just didn't pan out for me and i probably just didn't do something right but um yeah that was a pretty i don't really regret that gear honestly he's a good character but um yeah, it was. I used to look at you. So, like, what are you doing? <laughs> how, do, how do you do that? <laughs> but oh, let's see. We should probably get to the next question here. Um, how would you mod R two D two once he is gear thirteen, and how might it be different for Commander Luke versus Galactic Republic versus Resistance? And what team do you prefer him in? Well. Uh... So the team I prefer him in is Resistance. You know, there's 
a couple sets of trios in the game right now. You have the Sith trio that everybody knows with Treya and her companions. You have the CLS trio with CLS, Han, and Chewie. And I consider the JTR trio, you know, unseparable. It's JTR, BB-8, and R2. And I can tell you I've taken out Bosk-led teams with just those three. I've taken out Kira teams, no Nest, but just Kira teams with just those three. So uh, I actually have an R4, R2-D2 right now. He does still sit with JTR. When it comes to modding him, uh, since I use him with JTR, I mod, I still mod him for crit chance, a lot of speed, uh, and just some general, you know, general survivability. Uh, but really what you want is you want R2 being able to stun and you want him to use his AOE and get five crits to pop five exposes on the other team when you're using JTR. What do you use R2 for? <laughs> you know, I, I've preached the the uh, Jedi Training Raid trio as well. You know, that's that's always been something I've pretty been stalwart on. But um, lately I've been using him with Commander Luke to um, potentially counter... Uh, potentially counter general skywalker i've been using him with luke and i've been using him with uh padme and so um you know frankly my my jedi training ray team has been less and less useful for me like i i have used it on offense but all of her different uh well her droids basically bb8 can be used in other places and so can r2 i've kind of just scrapped that team a little bit and if you guys watch my videos you can see what i'm doing with Jedi training ray like i'm still she's still being used but um a little bit differently than i've used in the past so um so yes r2 is great with ray but um he's also great with padme and commander luke i i like him i think the the most surprising thing the most welcome thing for me is uh putting him with padme and you know you put him with padme and you know on us with c3po as well and then you know jedi Knight anakin and general kenobi and that, that team can, can if you have enough relics, like that can consistently beat a Relic 7 uh, General Skywalker, you know. And so for that team, you don't care as much about the potency, um, at, at least not, not, in, not what I'm thinking. Um, you know, what, what you want from that, like it, it, he's giving out his stats and everything. You need, first off, if he's going to go with Commander Luke, you need to make sure he has a higher um, overall health and protection pool than Commander Luke does, so that uh, Commander Luke gets guard. With uh, Galactic Republic, you also just want him to be pretty tanky, um, uh, you know. And I'd have to look actually at, at the different stats that he has uh, that he gives to Galactic Republic and everything. But um, you know, honestly, the relic levels are probably good enough. Uh, and like Solo said, lots of speed, speed, speed on him, really good. And potency, if you can fit it in. So, yeah, and I do actually use that count. That is my counter. I don't use the CLS counter to seven star General Anakin. I'm using the Pad Padme one now. Part of the reason is just because I already have them all relicked up um, on that team. I think Padme and R two are my two lowest relics, and they're both relic level four. 
the other three are uh, relic level seven, uh, and, it, and the team works. So if anyone's listening and wants to know how to create a perfect defense against me, Grand Arena, I mean the answer is put Nest in his own in front of General Anakin, and because uh, I'm, I'm going to use my R two to take out Nest with the JTR team. Right. Well, yeah. So, yeah. R two, R two is is really helpful on all of those teams. He's a great character. Um, hard to go wrong with it, putting him in a squad. And honestly, my alt uses uh, R two with Commander Luke all the time, like that. Right now, that's that's the phase my alt is in. And I feel like that's in some ways the ideal uh, Commander Luke team is. Luke, the Luke trio, Commander Luke trio with Han and Chewie. And then, uh, you know, you use C-3PO and R2. Like, that's that's the ideal Luke team, unless you're specifically trying to counter something, in which case it does change. Yeah, I would agree with you there. I mean, R2 is just such a good tune. Um, and so much of what makes him good is sitting in the background with all the stats he shares. But he's so good for every team. Yeah, the stats plus the stun. Like, that's what you need him for. And, and yeah. I mean, the smoke is good. I guess it's all good, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. His entire kit is is, is basically good. Yeah, very well-designed character. Really versatile. Um, and highly worth relics. So, um, you know, honestly, with the, me talking about my alts, uh, you know, using Commander Luke and everything, yeah, let's let's go to the alt life segment. And uh, solo, you're more active with your alts lately. Uh, the alt that you you're supposed to quit months ago, and I am. Um, <laughs> and just find a replacement for him. And about eight other alts that are currently sitting in our guild. Yeah, if someone wants someone who's good wants to join our guild, let us know. We'll, <laughs> we will have that discussion. So. Um, Anyways, how, how are you doing on your alt? The alt is doing well. I, I'm already in a rhodium. Um, nice. I'm 5-2, and two and my, my opponent hasn't attacked yet. So I shouldn't call the win right now on this current attack. But, I mean, I got 1927, so I dropped a total of 10 banners uh, on this most recent attack. So... I'm feeling pretty good that I'm about to go to six and two. Uh, nice. The one loss I had this week, and it was a frustrating one. It was my opponent put Darth Revan in one zone, then he put Jedi Knight Revan in the other zone, the bottom zone to be exact, and his Jedi Knight Revan was full R seven, like the entire squad, and. I, I honestly didn't know how to take it out. And so at first, on my main account, I used the Padme counter to the Jedi Knight Revan, and I used Zaris as my fifth, and it goes well. But my Padme squad is very well relict right now, and so an R7 Jedi Knight Revan squad you know, does nothing to my Padme squad. I think I finished with 60 banners last time I did it. Um... Did not go as well for my alt, which does not have Zerus and does not have any relic levels. So then I decided, all right, I'll take CLS in because Chewie and Han are at least relic with my CLS team. And then got smoked by Jedi Knight Revan. Well, really, by Grandmaster Yoda, 
who I think had like 10,000 special offense. Uh, that is special. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I took, I finally took in my Jedi Knight Revan squad. The only relic I have on Jedi Knight Revan is I have a G13 Jolie that is relic level three. Cause I've started building that squad for, you know, the general grievous counter sure. and it easily handled that Jedi Knight Revan squad. <laughs> so I get to the back zone and I'm missing two of my best offensive teams. And the annoying part is my opponent couldn't clear me. I couldn't clear him. And he had a very strong boss lead team in the back. And I just didn't have anything strong enough to get through all that defense. Um, so I ended up losing by five banners. Wow. Yeah. So pissed at that. That's rough. Yeah, that stinks. <laughs> I, um, I'm i also accustomed to not full clearing with my alt. <laughs> it's just hard when you don't have the the number of teams. Like, I have, I have a ton of teams on my main account. Like, I, right. you know, I'm, at, I'm at a GP level where I basically have all the teams that I want, like the specific characters I'm working on, and there's a lot to do left. Like, don't get me wrong, there's a ton. I'm like, my roster isn't perfect by any stretch, but... Like I have most most of the teams that I want, and my alt is just not there, <laughs> like not even close. So, um, yeah, we're I'm struggling as well to full clear because people. I'm I'm at the GP level where people are still accustomed to facing really weak defenses. You know, people just like throw in random like Phoenix squads that are gear seven and. You know, like some hodgepodge empire weirdness, and so what? What the prevalent strategy is, I feel like at, at you know my GP and a little bit before it uh, that I'm discovering is what people will do to get the win is they'll put every single good team that they have on defense and try to block you. Interesting. And then they just count on being able to clear like one or two teams. And that's it. Like, and then they squeak out a win because then their opponent, like they've cleared one zone and your opponent has cleared zero. Like, you know, it's, it's a really frustrating set of circumstances. And I mean, I find myself doing something similar. Like all of my teams on defense are like frustrating, uh, like really frustrating to be able to get through at that, at that GP level. So, you know, I'm not trying to be a, a hypocrite here, but like that that's kind of the game at two million. That that's what I've been encountering. Um oh, that would annoy me so much. <laughs> well, and so I've I've started kind of cheating off of that. Um like so I did have my e my gear eleven Ewoks uh, for my alt on defense, and they were getting some stops actually. That they're pretty good on defense at that level. Uh but they're actually really good on offense if you use C3PO with them. Like they can take down like really some really, really strong teams because of all the exposes on basics and they get so many oh, basics. Yeah. Like you know, and so so like right now I'm staring at a Bosk, like an all gear twelve Bosk team that I would never dream of being able to take out with just my five Ewoks. Uh, but I think my Peplu is just barely faster than any of them. So I think I'm going to try uh, beating that squad with four Ewoks and three PO. Nice. So 
um, you know, I'm starting to cheat off of that. I'm trying to get, I want to get full clears. I'm accustomed to that. That's what I want to do. I want to be able to use my full roster. Um, so that's, uh, you know, otherwise my, so, you know, I may as well just say my progress this uh, Grand Arena that week for my alt, I went, let's see, I had a loss in my first week and then I, I've been undefeated since. So, um, so far so good. I'm starting to, you know, uh, I'm also trying to develop. I think one thing that I'm missing in my alt is I've developed specific squads to a too high a level. So when I'm getting paired with people, I'm getting uh, really advanced rosters. Uh, sure. And I don't have enough like background teams to be able to, or backup teams to be able to take out some of these teams by attrition. And so I'm trying to slow down my development of these strong squads and just kind of develop a more robust roster. And a lot of those characters that I'm developing won't actually be counted in the overall matchup, <laughs> uh, you know? And so they'll be usable characters and I'll be able to use them for free, basically. I'm, I'll be paired against people who have strong rosters, but I'll also have a more robust roster available. Nice. So, so that's that's kind of what I'm working on with my alt. Uh, it's it's hard though. I have so many teams that I'm trying to work on, and and with all these announcements for uh, the new the light side Gene Ocean battle, I'm like, I have like gear eight fives, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> So it'll be interesting to see if I can actually get him into reasonable shape quickly alongside everyone else. But um, yeah, alt life, it's a good time. Always, always until I can finally retire it and then it'll be a fantastic time. <laughs> yeah, I I will miss it if I ever retire it. But <laughs> I might. I, I'm considering not doing videos for this, this last round actually because it's just too much. It's been hard ironically i um i think i might actually make an alt video for this time because my alt is going to make kyber uh what we have four battles left and i think i only need two wins with my alt maybe like two and a half depending on what feats i can get um so i may do an alt video that just shows me getting into kyber nice that would be nice. A couple extra Zeta mats for you. Yeah, exactly. The only Zetas in this grand arena. Um. Anyways, so our alts are having fun. Um, can't wait to see your alt get into Kyber before your main. That'll be interesting. <laughs> um. But uh, otherwise. You know, we're, we're always tinkering with our roster, trying to get things ready for the next round. And um, I know that you have a bunch of things that you've been working on. Uh, what, what kind of things have you been doing to get ready? Uh, so I actually, I, I did a full analysis of this with my latest video because, like I said, I was so excited about where I got my roster level. But the quick rundown is... Uh, I was working on First Order Stormtrooper. I was able to get him to G12 before lock because of the stun gun we got from CG. Uh, I was able to get Sunfac to both G13 and Relic Level 2. He's now Relic Level 3, but it was only Relic Level 2 before lock. Uh, I was able to get 5s to Relic 7 before lock. Uh, General Skywalker got to 6-star before lock, thanks to those 10 extra shards. 
and then uh, I gave Daka her Zeta and got her to Relic level 3 because of, uh, you know, I'm using Night Sisters to counter the Geos, and so I want to keep make sure I can keep her alive. And with how many deaths happen in those fights, Daka's max health pool, it's probably up over 200,000 by the end of the fight. Nice. Yeah, I think that for the way you use Geonosians, or use Night Sisters, sorry, against Geonosians, especially like that is a wonderful Zeta to put on her and uh, putting some extra relic levels on her can't hurt. So, right. Good call. Right. Uh, and I can say, as we're doing this podcast, um, I never thought I was going to say this, but Barris has actually just gone G13 and relic level two. <laughs> I see that. Five minutes ago, you did that. I did. I did. I hit my daily. Well, I hit my daily reset about two hours ago. Um, but double drops made let me uh, speed this up a little bit, and so Barris. I'm probably so most most of my roster. I'm stopping at relic level three with. Uh, Barris is probably going to go a little higher. I'm actually thinking about going to relic level five with her, just because. When she has that much health, she can be annoying if you get caught. Um, you know, say you go up against clones with Sith Trio and Rex get his special off and kills Nihilus. And then you're going up against a bunch of clones with a Barris that has 100k in health. Uh, it's not a pleasant experience. I can tell you... Uh, from my own personal knowledge. And so I, th I think with her, I'm going up to relic level five. Nice. Yeah. That's, uh, her, her health pool goes so crazy with relics. Yeah, it, re it really does. Um, actually I can pull it up real quick to go from relic level two to three. It adds about, let's see, three, about 5,000 health just to go up one relic level. 5,000. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, and that's not like from two to three is one of the smallest steps. That's right. Uh, cool. Yeah. I have too many things I want to gear 13. I, I doubt that I'm going to have time for Barris for a little bit. Well, you know why I did Barris? Uh, I wasn't going to, she was nowhere near priority, but as we discussed at the beginning of the episode, we're going to need 10 Jedi over uh, 23k and so i can tell you a relic level 2 barris with a zeta but no other omegas because i don't care about how she actually attacks uh only gets her to 22,000 gp <laughs> so you're probably wow. gonna have to use uh well when i relic her up to four or five that should be enough probably yeah. Well, yeah, and she's she's one of those characters who's going to be actually really good in uh, territory battles. Right. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll see. Um. Anyways, the let's see. So th those are some pretty good. Those are some pretty good changes for you. My stuff. Um. I didn't do too much. Not as much as you. Um, I feel like I'm constantly behind on how on, on my development compared to yours, but um, 
Uh, so I've got, I, I did get Spy, uh, Geonosian Spy up to gear 13. And I eventually want to get all of my Geonosians up to Relic 3. And just probably just sit them there for a while. I think that's that's probably the sweet spot uh, for efficiency and everything. Uh, you know, finish all the missions for the most part. And be really obnoxious in Grand Arena on defense. <laughs> um, and then I, I got gear 13 onto L3. And uh, I sent the screenshot to a bunch of people and I just got a bunch of question marks from in response. Like, why would you do that? And Oh, L3 is so good. I know. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, look at her armor. She's a, at Relic 1. She's a 69% armor. <laughs> like, that's, that's obnoxious. Uh, like, she's going to be one of the most obnoxious characters I have once I get more relics on her. Yeah. Um, you know. In my opinion, hard to argue with that, but you know, um, I concur. So, so I got I got her up to gear thirteen, and then uh, just in, you know, in the attempt to get ready for General Skywalker, you know, I want a good counter for him. I put Relic Five on Han and uh, Chewie, so they're nice. Yeah, not too bad. Um, and I've just been saving a lot of relics. Like I'm ready to get someone up to relic seven right now for like, I could get someone from relic one to seven right now if I wanted to. Um, and then I think I could get someone else from like five to seven as well. So most likely that'll happen to Han and Chewie before the next GA lock, the last, the final round. Um, yeah, that's not a bad idea right there. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I'm, tr I'm trying to get old Ben up to, um, gear 13 and it's i don't know it's hard life is hard it is but again old ben he's a jedi um will actually be somewhat useful for territory battles too so at least he's a multi you know that's what i'm trying to do right now next week when we talk about this um my hope is all the people i gear up for next week's episode when we do this segment is going to be people that have multi-use between light side territory battles and uh grand arena at some point i'm gonna have to gear up cody who's just not gonna get used but my initial focus at least is going to be on the multi-use characters fair yeah i i think that that's wise um <laughs> i mean if you it, that's that's the most efficient use of resources if it can, if it can be used in multiple different game modes then that's a win right 100 percent uh right there with you um uh, you know and so so real quick before we we finish this segment and going go into our final one talking about our different uh you know resources and everything i did want to give a shout out to my friend clash uh he's the guy who runs the um the scoundrel server and uh, Discord server, and he's he's got a lot of interesting videos about you know like with he puts a lot of uh, eccentric if is one word for it uh, the different uh, scoundrels he puts uh, a lot of relics onto various not often used uh, scoundrels and uh, you know like veteran Han he has he has uh, relic seven veteran Han to, that can like kill Darth Revan for instance it's it's really interesting but um. Uh, the latest lately he came out with a video that uh, was talking about stormtrooper han at relic seven and um you know if you guys have been listening to this channel like we solo and i both love stormtrooper han like he's 
we we both talk and talk and talk and never do anything about getting Stormtrooper Han up to Relic Seven one day. You know, put a Zeta, Zeta on him, and as it turns out, there's there's actually videos out there that um that have that like have him. Not only can he you know, like beat a lot of different meta teams or be really strong on defense. Um, there's also videos that I've seen where Stormtrooper Han can actually beat uh, Jedi Rev or Darth Revan. So, um, or not not even Darth Revan. Sorry, uh, General Skywalker. Like I've seen videos of that. So, anyways, uh, go check out his Discord server. He's doing a lot of really cool stuff with uh, with all of that, and um, I, I will put that in my video dis- or my. Uh, podcast description here i'll put the link so check out the server uh you know give him a subscribe on his youtube channel good good stuff coming out of there so um anyways the uh, on to our final segment solo uh you know we have some resources available for our listeners and it's all free so uh what kind of stuff do we have for them well we already kind of talked about it earlier uh the first thing is both of us have youtubes uh, we're both filming every one of our Grand Arena battles, you know, trying to put them out on a regular basis. Um, you can find us by searching for Zareth. His name is X-A-E-R-E-T-H, or you can search for me. That's S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5. Um, we also have a Discord server. It's growing Every day, we have more and more people joining it and talking about Grand Arena. We talk about Territory Wars when that's going on. And really just advice on that goes a little further than we can in, you know, the hour or so that we talk here once a week. And then finally, we have a Google counter sheet. It's a Google sheet, and it has a list of the teams we faced, uh, the full five-member team that we faced, then the list of the full team that we use to counter that team. And then there is a video link right next to it that's a timestamped link. The nice part about having the video is it'll bring you to the fight so you can see both how effective of a counter it is and what we actually do during the fight and what moves we make to make it a good counter. So those are all the resources we have for you. We hope it helps you. And uh, with that said, I think it's time to bring this to an end. I think so. Um, yeah, I'm appalled at how much we talked about territory battles. Sorry, guys. That's, <laughs> that's never our intention to talk about territory battles any more than we have to. I try not to think of it as much as possible, even though I run it. <laughs> yeah, seriously, like it's it's a thing that I repress. Like at some at some point, it's probably going to cause you know like violent tendencies or something in me. Like I, <laughs> you know, maybe it's not quite that bad, but I, that's not what's interesting to me in this game. So uh, you know, that being said, I know that a lot of our listeners are interested in that stuff, and and actually, I say that, and then you know, at, at some point, we're we're thinking about bringing someone in, uh, some get one of our guests that wants to you know, maybe preach the good word of territory battles. Maybe, maybe we'll convert. Who knows? But uh, that's, that's something we've been talking about. So no promises, but that might happen. Uh, So 
Anyways, guys, uh, thanks so much for listening. And remember that in all things, Zareth prevails. And Solo is always right, especially when Zareth asks for advice. (laughs) Have a good (laughs) week, everyone. (laughs) That's actually kind of (laughs) true. All right, see ya.